My brothers and sisters in Christ, in today's gospel, Jesus causes quite the stir in the temple, teaching the religious authorities that the presence of God is truly found in those who believe in him. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Since the Passover of the Jews was near, Jesus went up to Jerusalem. He found in the temple area those who sold oxen, sheep, and doves, as well as the money changers seated there. He made a whip out of cords and drove them all out of the temple area with the sheep and oxen and spilled the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. And to those who sold doves, he said, Take these out of here and stop making my father's house a marketplace. His disciples recalled the words of Scripture, Zeal for your house will consume me. At this the Jews answered and said to him, What sign can you show us for doing this? Jesus answered and said to them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews said the temple has been under construction for forty-six years, and you will raise it up in three days? But he was speaking about the temple of his body. Therefore, when he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they came to believe the scripture and the word Jesus had spoken. While he was in Jerusalem for the feast of Passover, many began to believe in his name when they saw the signs he was doing. But Jesus would not trust himself to them, because he knew them all, and did not need anyone to testify about human nature. He himself understood it well. The Gospel of the Lord On April fifteenth, two 2019, just before 6.20 p.m., the impossible happened. The Cathedral of Notre Dame, located in the very heart of Paris, was engulfed in flames. In less than an hour, 800 years' worth of culture, history, and religious art was reduced to ash and rubble. The interior of the cathedral was totally destroyed. No one ever thought this architectural masterpiece, this fruit of Catholic devotion, would ever resemble a tomb, dark, dusty, emptied of its precious contents. But there it was. Images of the charred cathedral went viral. Zeal for reconstruction consumed the city. In fact, donors from around the world have contributed to the church's restoration project, which should be completed in a matter of years. But have we missed the bigger point? As beautiful as Notre Dame was and will be, the church is not Notre Dame. The church is not a physical building. St. Paul reminds us we are the body of Christ and individually members of it. We the baptized are Christ's presence on earth because his spirit dwells within us. But the condition of Notre Dame seems to be an appropriate metaphor for the state of the church today. We need to be rebuilt.
It's no secret that Catholic devotion and church attendance have fallen over the last several years, and COVID is not entirely to blame. A variety of factors are at work. But perhaps the more pressing question is this, how do we rebuild our community of faith? It isn't a matter of replacing roofs or stacking stones. Zeal for Christ must consume us. In today's gospel, Jesus causes quite the stir. Imagine tables being overturned, coins bouncing across the floor, turtle doves flapping their wings, rattling their cages, nervous bystanders with their jaws dropped, tempers flaring, and Jesus in the center of it all, chasing money changers out with a whip. Jesus knew his actions would provoke a response. The religious leaders, filled with anger, question his authority. Jesus has taken over the temple, claiming it will be destroyed and rebuilt in three days, a brazen, impossible promise in their eyes. But the disciples begin to see that Jesus isn't speaking about the destruction of a physical structure. He's speaking about the temple of his body. Jesus is the one whom the prophets foretold, Zeal for your house will consume me. In taking control of the temple, Jesus initiates a new form of worship. God's presence will no longer be confined to the Holy of Holies, that innermost room within the temple. God will place his spirit in the heart of every baptized person, stretching his reign across the earth. John places the cleansing of the temple at the very beginning of Jesus' public ministry, reminding us that this is one of the very first things a zealous disciple must do. Clean house, turn tables, remove things that prevent us from worshiping God or being fully committed to living the gospel message. As St. Paul says, it is no longer I who live, but Christ living in me. Like Paul, am I consumed with zeal for Christ? Or are there tables within me that need to be overturned? It was this zealous faith that drove generations of architects, sculptors, artists, and artisans to create the masterpiece of Notre Dame. Think about it. Most of the people who worked on building that church never saw its completion. They dedicated their entire lives to working on Notre Dame because they believed that in some small way their efforts mattered. They were part of something bigger than themselves. And when they could no longer lift another stone or brush, they handed on their work to the next generation, trusting that they would work just as hard with the very same zeal. While the interior of that physical structure was nearly destroyed, their legacy of faith lives on. 
The story of Notre Dame reminds us that the most valuable thing in our world, that which is truly irreplaceable, is not some architectural masterpiece. It's the faith that built it. It's that same zeal for Christ that will rebuild our church today. As we continue to journey through Lent, may the Lord restore our inner selves. For we are living stones, the church, the body of Christ on earth.